This is a production of the Gold Arrow Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Gold Arrow Camp Podcast, a podcast for friends of Gold Arrow Camp. Throughout the year, we join you to bring your day some of what makes Gold Arrow special. Our goal is to help you have fun, make friends, and grow throughout the year, not just when you're at GAC. Since we can't get together in real life, we gather here, around the virtual campfire. We have some of your favorite parts of morning assembly, like wows and joke of the day. We also have interviews with experienced campers and some of your favorite counselors. We think it's a lot of fun, and we're glad you joined us. This is episode 23, where our guest is longtime camper, who's here to talk about how camp provided her with the tools to travel halfway around the world to help provide medical care to those in need in Tanzania. It's Lily Garelick. This week I had the privilege of talking to Lily Garelick, who reached out to us to share her experiences working to help provide medical care to those in need in Tanzania. We were really thrilled to chat about how camp helped her to undertake the, that adventure because one of our core beliefs here at Goldero is that we help campers bring positive changes to the world. Lily certainly has done that. We also chatted about the advice she has for young campers coming to camp for the first time and, you know, kind of specifically how her camp experiences led her to Tanzania. Speaking of adventures, my adventure in guitar learning continues with this, my interpretation of a classic Neil Young song. Welcome to the podcast, longtime camper, Lily Garelick. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Could you tell us, maybe people who don't know you, a little bit about you, um, kind of who you are, how long you've come to camp, that kind of thing? Yeah, so my name is Lily Garelick, like you said. Um, I'm 16 years old. I live in Los Angeles, and I've gone to Gold Arrow for, I think, eight years. I was just trying to think about if it was seven or eight, but either way, long time. We'll give you credit um, for eight. Okay, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it's, I mean, it's just my favorite place on the planet. <laughs> well, I'm really thrilled to hear that. That's always so nice to know that I'm not the only person who it's their favorite place on the planet. <laughs> You're definitely not. Oh, good. It's such a relief. Um, so <laughs> this year, initially, you had applied to be a junior counselor, and then you decided that maybe that wasn't what you wanted to do. Could you talk a little bit about what you're doing instead of the junior counselor program? Yeah, so, I mean, just to start off, um, obviously this past summer was, I was looking at it as being like the worst summer of my life because it was the first summer that I couldn't go to Goldero. Sure. And so I was trying to find something to do, and I landed on this uh 
program to go to with other um, students around my age from around the world to some foreign country and work in like the medical field since that's something that like I always wanted to be a doctor. Okay. Um, and so I did that, went for a bit, and it was great. But um, just talking about what happened through my application process um, to be a junior counselor, I got back and I was really toggling with the decision because, of course, I wanted to go back to Goldero, but there was also so much that I had now left in Tanzania. Okay. Um, so that's why, you know, I think I – I don't even remember. I think I may have actually sent in an application to be a junior counselor. And then, you know, I was talking with all my friends who were going, and I started to get really excited. But then this email came through from the people that I stayed with um, in Tanzania because I stayed with a family. And they just were asking me to come back, and they said that um, the doctor that I had been working with uh, was really hoping I'd come back too. And whatever. And so it just it, that really, like, tugged at my heartstrings, and it made the decision really hard but a little clearer. Sure. So. This last summer when you were in Tanzania, what exactly were you doing? Um, well, I was there for a little bit over a month. Wow. Um, and for the first week or so, it was a lot of class and um, getting to know the language a little bit and all that. And then after about a week and a half, we got to – we all got assigned a hospital, and sure. we got to go there. And, I mean – the rules are so much looser there, uh, medically wise, for certifications and everything. So, I got to do a lot of different actual like solo procedures myself. I got wow. to give some injections, do like a IV in the arm. Um, my friend assisted in like a birth of a child. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> I wasn't there for that. But um, yeah, so it's just a lot of different stuff like that. We got to go to. Um, villages outside the city we were in where you know no one has a car or even a bike or anything so they can't get medical help um and we got to bring them some medicines and some stuff and look at them and so it was really it was really nice um so did you find that while you were there like aside from kind of the awesomeness of getting to actually do some really practical medical things did you find that it was like you really felt like you were making a difference I really did, and I know that it's all, you know, little things here and there, but even just being able to help one person, it's just, I don't know, it's really, like, humbling. No, it sounds incredible, and so this summer you have the opportunity to go back a month again, or is it going to be longer? I'm going to go for a little longer. Like, are you excited to go back, or is it nerve-wracking kind of thinking about going back for longer? Um, I'm definitely super excited. Um, I have a lot more for me there now. I mean, last summer I was going there completely blind. I didn't know anyone. I didn't know what I was going to be doing. I remember the first night I got there, I was like, I want to go home. Like, it was so terrifying. I was sure. on the other side of the planet alone. Um, and so the fear isn't there, but um, there's definitely, um, I don't know. I mean, it is going to be longer. I'm going for like around five weeks or six weeks. Okay. Um, and I'm actually, this is crazy, but my friend and I, who I met last summer, are going to climb Mount Kilimanjaro while we're there. Seriously? We booked that as well. Yeah. And, you know, my backpacking skills from camp are really going to help me out <laughs> there. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. 
um, so there's, we're going to try a bunch of new stuff. Hopefully we'll be a little more comfortable, but I mean, knowing what to expect and, you know, how uh, poor and, you know, really sad it was there is making it, you know, a little more difficult to know what I'm going into, but um, I'll be, I'll be good. I'm sure. <laughs> so I, I think that you just described at least what I hear is what we often hear from campers who come from the first time, like they come and they don't know what's going on and they feel like they're all alone. So you came back for eight years. What advice might you have to people coming for the very first time to camp that have that same kind of nervous feeling? Well, I mean, yes, I had that feeling when I was going to Africa, but I mean, I was also a little seven or eight year old girl who was going to camp all alone. And so I definitely felt that. Um, And my only advice would be that it's, you know, kind of an awkward thing at first. You're kind of thrown into a cabin with a bunch of random people you've never met and this, you know, weird named counselor who's (laughs) telling you what to do. But it's just, if you really like give into the process of just like letting go and having fun, then you'll have a great time and just, I promise that you'll go home and be begging to come back. And <laughs> the second year is always better. And then the third year is better. And it just always gets better. <laughs> I think that's really, really fantastic advice. Uh, so, and, and you might not have a good answer to this. And if you don't, that's fine. What do you think, if anything, you learned in your years at camp that helped you kind of get on an airplane to go halfway around the world to help provide medical care in Tanzania? Well, I mean, the biggest thing was, like we were kind of just talking about, is that it's terrifying to try something new. And whether it's on a big scale, like going to Africa, or, you know, even as big of a scale as going to summer camp for your first time, it's really, really terrifying. And like, this is a smaller scale, but I'm kind of afraid of heights and, you know, trying the um, high rope course or the, oh, the big swing, terrifying, but very fun. Um, Or, you know, going to Shaver and staying on an island for like two nights, like completely isolated, basically. It's the little things that, you know, you don't really realize it while you're doing it, but you're taking huge risks or making friends, you're taking a huge risk. And it's just, that I think has helped me in so many ways in my life from camp that I really was taught to like go out of my comfort zone and, you know, you can always go back to your comfort zone. It's always there, but you can always, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know, <laughs> no, it's true. but yeah, I know. So yeah, that would probably be the biggest thing. If other people are looking for opportunities to go out and change the world a little bit, um, do you think that this is a good way to, to kind of get your feet wet with that, to to travel so far and, and do something kind of so exciting? I definitely think it is. I mean, it's not for everyone. Sure. But definitely for someone who has gone to Gold Arrow Camp, I think it's a great thing because it's a similar kind of stepping out and just hoping, you know, someone will catch you kind of thing. It's like a scary experience and you know, you'll come back from it, but you might not feel like you will right when you're doing it. But um, it just also depends on the person. I mean, there are other programs where you can go and help teach kids English or do whatever. And so it's whatever thing is good for you is what is going to be best. And this was definitely what was best for me. 
Okay, let's let's just chat a little bit about camp then. Uh, what is your favorite activity ever at camp? Ooh, that's a rough one. I mean, I got to say the couple where when you see it on the board and it's just your favorite thing ever. Um, I love the ropes course even though it's terrifying. Okay. I love it. I was going to say, you, just, you literally just talked about how afraid of heights you were. So, okay, so the I know. Course. I know. It's just one of those things where it's like once you're up there and you're going and, like, with your group, then it's super fun. But, like, the w- climbing up that, like, rope ladder, uh-huh. oh, yeah. it's the worst, like, five minutes ever. <laughs> 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 um, what else? Um, I love paddleboarding. I okay. love it. Yeah, and big canoe is the best, especially when you actually make it to Lakeshore. You don't always. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Those are my favorites. No, those are th- three really good ones. What's your favorite meal that we ever eat at camp? Oh, gosh. That's a really, really hard question. Um, hot dogs and mac and cheese oh. is a great one. Yes, yeah, yes. I know. It's so good. <laughs> I don't even want to think about it. Okay. Um, what else? Calzones are like unbeatable. Sure. Um, the breakfast, like the waffles, amazing. Um, so yeah, you I think breakfast, those are my main... so, so then your ideal day at camp would be uh, the waffle breakfast, followed by yes. a trip to High Ropes for morning activity. Uh, mac and cheese mm-hmm. and hot dogs at lunch, uh, and then an afternoon <laughs> of big canoe followed by stand-up paddleboarding followed by calzones. Yes, let's, let's just do that for a month. Let's do. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll talk to Bean. I'll see what we can get set up. Uh, Perfect. If you have one, could you speak maybe about a counselor who really had an impact on you when you were a camper? Um. Yeah. For sure. I mean. All of them have been really amazing. They've all been amazing. But my most impactful counselor would definitely be Puddles. Okay. She was my counselor my latest year. So when I was a graduating camper um, in Cabin 8, she was only my counselor for the second session because I've always gone for two. And she was only my counselor for the second. Um, but especially because I think the age gap was so much smaller than it ever had been because she was young and we were older, we got to really bond on more of like a friendship level. And uh, she would just stay up and talk with us. And she was, I don't know, I just can't even say enough about her. She was my favorite counselor ever. And we kept in contact a little bit. And she's just so sweet and nice. And yeah, really amazing. Awesome. All right. So here we go. A little speed round action. Four questions we ask everybody who comes on the podcast. Here they are. Lily Garlic. what is your favorite repeat after me song at camp? Oh, shoot. Um, uh, Princess Pat. Is oh, that it? Is yeah. that what it's called? Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's absolutely yeah. what it's called. What is your okay. favorite item on the salad bar? Um, croutons. Okay. What is your favorite uh, lip balm flavor? Oh, shoot. Um, watermelon something. Oh, um, Valhalla melon. Is that an old one? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, a solid choice. Throwback flavor. And finally, popcorn or marshmallows? <laughs> marshmallows dipped in popcorn any day. Yes, that's the right answer. Thank you <laughs> so much for coming on the podcast. 
Of course. Thank you for having me. Joke of the cast, joke of the cast. Joke of the cast, joke of the cast. Joke of the cast. Do you guys know what a ninja's favorite kind of shoe is? A sneaker. <laughs> Get it? Sneakers because they sneak. Oh, I got dad jokes for days. And now, it's time for another Gaxpiration with Sunshine. Today's Gaxpiration comes from Audrey Hepburn told us nothing is impossible the word itself says i'm possible well that does it for this episode of the podcast i want to thank bensounds.net they provide the music the intro the outro the stuff in the middle i want to thank lily garlic for coming on really appreciated her time and insight as she talked about kind of embracing that idea that we can all bring positive change to the world i want to thank you for listening as always if you like the show like it, rate it, review it on iTunes. That helps people find us. Uh, if you want to get something on the show, perhaps you've written a haiku or you have a wow you'd like us to read, we can do that. Just email us, wows at goldarrowcamp.com. As always, I'm Soy, and I'll save a marshmallow for you.